an eargasm of learning and a no-fuss show. Welcome to the Creative Talk Podcast, where you can learn straightforward topics about branding, digital entrepreneurship, online business, and many more with your charming host, John Santos, along with inspiring entrepreneurs, creators, and thought leaders worldwide. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creative Talk Podcast with me, John Santos. And today, we have a very special guest. Very handsome. There you go. <laughs> For all our listeners out there, you are now intrigued uh, because I said he is very handsome. But for all the viewers, you, you can, you know, you, you can, it's game over. You can see the... <laughs> no, I'm a fan of this person. Um, I first met him on Clubhouse when Clubhouse, you remember this, bro, when, when Clubhouse w- was mm. launched. It was a massive hit. It's a very powerful tool. And there are few of the people, you know, few of online personality, few coaches that really maximize that platform. And believe it or not, bro, I believe you are one of them who really, you know, maximize the potential of that platform clubhouse and really help a lot of people. I've been there. I've seen people connect. I've heard you um, speak. I've learned a lot from you, and I've seen people's lives change. And for me, you know, as uh, aside from being a host, I'm also a branding and identity coach. And and I believe a strong brand. You can only say your brand is strong and solid if you make a connection, make an impact, and transform people's lives. And all the viewers and listeners out there, our guest for today is one of those people who really makes an impact, helps people. And transform people's lives. I'm I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I, I've said this off cam, and I'll say it again. Man, I'm a fan. Our very special guest for today, guys. He is a TEDx speaker. There you go, superstar. <laughs> One of the top public speaking coach to follow this year, and that's not last year. This year, 2022, top top public speaking coach to follow wow look at that superstar he's an nlp master trainer communication and public speaking coach now we have like skills expertise talents and good looks (laughs) (laughs) together let's all welcome a very good friend i'm a fan superstar very humble I love the character. It's full of love, full of passion, very humble. Our very special guest for today's episode, Jose Ucar. Welcome to the show. Woo! John, buddy, I, I do say these things. Every time I get introduced on a, on a podcast, an event, and people do take it away and say wonderful things. And I'm going to be super honest this time. I mean, this is the best ever, honestly, the best ever. So if someone ever tops this one, I'll come to you, John. Look, there's someone else in my life doing it better now. That was amazing, brother. Thank you so much. Uh, Look, bro, it's yeah, not scripted. I, I don't do that. It's not scripted. First, the people that are being invited to be in the show are in, in somewhat way connected to you know, our values, um, what we believe, what we're here for. And that's the reason why it's so authentic. And that's not just because you are here on the show. 
it's because me my my team we're all we all believe in in the power and the passion that is in you and yeah we we raise the bar and that's true for all our listeners and viewers out there you know don't take my word for it look look at it uh, look at it on google check check jose and you will see how great his brand is not because he's handsome <laughs> but because of how he can really make an impact uh i'm just kidding i, I love i love this guy i i'm a fan bro again um thank you so much there is a miscommunication in time but thank you so much bro for being flexible and being with us here on the show i've been waiting a, a long time now so i wasn't gonna let it slip away yes Definitely that's true not, guys so for all the listeners and you're out there he we've been exchanging messages for a long time for a long time and and i'm i'm blessed that he is here with us in the show all right i'll say i know you but our listeners and viewers you know they are interested to see and to know more about you bro who influenced you or what influenced you to be in this position of greatness that you are in right now give us an overview a brief uh, take us to your journey what what happened who molded you what happened in the journey of the awesome jose <laughs> the floor is yours mm. my friend beautiful question deep question as well jan how long do i have to answer this one couple of minutes three <laughs> minutes because brief, we can we can only, take two hours only. like brief 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 yeah yeah i'm going to say i will always say the best person the most the greatest influence was my granddad my granddad on my mother's side and he inspired me to be the person I am today, even though he's not alive anymore. I still carry him with me every time I go and speak. So he's just right here with me every time I speak. That would be the main one. But then when it comes to speaking, because my, my granddad gave me, you know, values, um, how to be polite, how to treat people well, how to be humble, how to enjoy conversations. He would go out to the supermarket anywhere and he would start conversations with anybody. And I took that with me because I love it. And you, you, you've seen me on Clubhouse. I just want to talk to everybody. And sometimes it's difficult because I, I don't have enough time to reach actually each one of the people on, on the platform, for example. But then when it comes to the speaking, and by the way, I always like to say that we are where we are today because of the people in our lives, okay? We wouldn't be here by ourselves. And when I was 12, I had a teacher and I only remember maybe three, four teachers that actually had an impact in my life and in the person I am today. So I'm 12 and this gentleman comes to, comes to me and says, Ukar, he used to call me by my surname, Ukar, there are only two things you need to do if you want to become successful in life. There we go. And I go, yeah, I wanted to be successful, whatever that meant when I was 12. Yeah. So professor, I said, teacher, tell me, what is it? And then he goes, one, read the newspapers every day read the news. Number two, learn how to speak in public. Ooh. The number one, Jan, I never did. I still don't. It's actually a pending task, something I could do more of, but then definitely I decided to become, yeah, I, I'm not going to say a great public speaker. Back then I decided to actually speak in public more often and take every opportunity to share my greatness. And that led me when I was 12, four years later, it led me to leaving Sweden for a year, representing my country, Venezuela, speaking throughout the country. And then every great opportunity I've had has been because I said yes to speaking in public. That would be a summary. And it is a skill that 
I will never master because I will always carry on improving. I will never be, you know, the finished product, but then the fun is always in the making. So I guess that's a bit of a summary of where I am today. Hmm. I I, I love that. Uh, Before we jump to the topic, because you already mentioned like key words that we are going to be focusing on, on this episode. Um, I want to ask this, Jose, whenever you speak, and I want you to be honest, and I know you are, whenever you speak until now, like from, from in, in a perspective of a professional speaker, because I've seen you speak, you, you, you've spoken on um, TEDx events, uh, masterclasses, like massive events. Do you feel scared still when you go on a stage, especially if something, you know, those events are your first time? I, I, I'm, I'm not, yes, I'm always nervous. I wouldn't call mm. it scare, scare, mm. as in frightened. Yeah, yeah. That is not, that is not a word I use for myself, but mm. definitely I feel, I feel nervous. Mm. And some people say, then you turn it into excitement. Yes, I'm always excited about speaking, but I do feel nervous. I feel the butterflies in my head. <laughs> I feel that, you know, the heart actually beating faster. Yeah. I get all of that, regardless really of the, of course, the, the bigger the stage, yeah. it's not the size of the stage, actually, John. I'm thinking it is yeah, the fact that I haven't done it before, then mm. I may get a bit more nervous than usual. But that is a great, a great way to be because I feel alive mm. and I know I'm doing something new that I never experienced before. So I'm stretching myself and stretching my boundaries. I'm out of my comfort zone, which is something I always like to do. Right. So how about the TEDx um, event? I mean, it's uh, TEDx is a very you know structured um, uh, event. Can, can you give us an overview of your experience before we jump into the meat? Yes, in my experience uh, around what specifically within the TEDx, like, like your feelings, structure? your feeling as a person when you were invited to you know speak in a mm. TEDx event because that's that's big, bro. That's very important event. Yes, and. I need to share this because I didn't get invited. I applied. Oh, okay. So, yes, okay, this is yeah. this is something I share, and that's okay. This is something mm. I share how to apply for TEDx events. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm. You know, I have yeah. the notion that because we have partners like I don't know if you know her, like Patty Drobrowski, like um, she's she spoken a number of times on TEDx. So mm. in my uh, in my perspective, you get uh, to be invited. I didn't know that you can Both apply for happened. it. Yeah. Yes, but both are possible. Mm. If you are already well positioned and recognized and yeah. you have connections within the TEDx organizers, mm. because TEDx, remember, are independent events. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean they are still under the umbrella of TED, but they're they're run by yeah. independent people, really. So I applied. Yes. And then what when, was your when, question? When, uh, when, exactly. when you get there, what was the feeling? Well, I went there because I wanted to leave a bit of a legacy and Oof. I wanted to be there with my parents and my brother and my wife. So that was the most important thing, having the opportunity to appreciate and share some of the stories about how my parents positively impacted my life. Ooh. And having them there was a very powerful and unique moment. So it was wow. a way to say thank you guys for everything you've done for me. That was the, the reason behind my TEDx. Love Apart that. from inspiring the audience as well, my deeper thing was my parents. I love that, man. That's that's so unique. <laughs> and, and that alone makes it so powerful, right? 
I never thought of that idea and the way you structured it. Wow. No wonder you, you are like, you really make a connection and you really transform people's lives because the intent is very in, in proper foundation. And I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I, I didn't know yeah, that sure. part. And guys, I'm sure our listeners and viewers are, you know, amazed in that short share. Now, you mentioned the word public speaking, you know, speaking on events and, 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 and being nervous, even though you're a professional. Let's talk about, you know, how to improve your public speaking skills. Any tips from an expert mm. like you, bro, in improving your public speaking? The floor is yours. Right. Well, people, get a piece of paper and a pen out. <laughs> Take some notes. I have First mine. of all, there we go. There we go. And you're also recording, so you can re-listen to this later. Yes. Remember that I said that you're never your finished product, mm. okay? So you will always learn. And I want you to carry that mindset with you as a speaker, as a human being in life overall. But when it comes to speaking, imagine that you have the opportunity to speak. This is my first tip. Every time an opportunity to speak emerges, you say yes. Okay, because there's nothing better than having the opportunity to speak. Speak every time. That's what I've always done. I recommended people. There is an opportunity. Yes, yes, yes. That's number one. Always say yes to stage time, whatever or whatever the stage is. Number one. Then number two, imagine you said yes. Then you go back home or to whatever you leave. And then you start preparing for your presentation, right? So prepare prepare, prepare, rehearse, rehearse, rehearse. Once you're happy with it, then you go to the stage, whatever that is, and you go and present. And I want you then, as you go there, to carry a mindset, an attitude of there is no failure, there is only learning. Okay? So as you're going there, there is no failure, there is only learning. Remember that in the past, you've worried about things right. that didn't necessarily happen at the end. Mm. So with this mindset, I'm going to dare to make a mistake if I do, and I'm going to use this as an opportunity to grow. That's another tip. Then as you are then delivering your presentation and you're there, remember that you are not there. Similar example, when I did my TEDx, I wasn't there for me. I was there for the audience. I was there for my parents. I was there for the impact that was going to make in people's lives. Another great tip that follows, be vulnerable, be humble. Wow. It brings power to your presentation, mm. to your presence. Always bring your 200%. Not just I'm on 80% today, I'm almost 100. No, bring the 200, bring the very best of you, which will change, of course, with time. And sometimes we're not as we would like to be, but just bring the best version of you. Another one I would say is, Track your progress, okay? Mm. Be mindful of the progress you're making. Sometimes you don't recognize it. And then if I look back only a year ago, wow, I've been, you know, I've come a long way. It is very important and own the process, okay? This is your process. If you really want to become an incredible speaker, own the process and put in the effort on a daily basis. Be consistent. Finally, always listen carefully. Always ask for feedback, and I'm not after the feedback that says, for example, and I appreciate what Jan has been saying about me. Yes, fantastic. We like that feedback as right. well. It's good for, for our emotional state. Yeah. Fantastic. We also need and want the constructive feedback. Yes. The one that says, 
Jose, you share mm. this in this way, you could have done it differently. Right. Your story was very powerful, but you could have slowed down a little bit. Absolutely. You could have incorporated more dialogue, more mm. body language, mm. more pauses. That's what's going to make you great. And to finish the feedback section, which is the most important one, because it's the one that's really going to help you hone your presentation skills, avoid the three most dangerous words. I know that. Ooh. Whenever you're receiving feedback, you like that one, don't you, John? Yeah. Whenever yeah. you're receiving feedback, avoid. Remember that the mind, you can't see it as a parachute. And the parachute works better when it's open. So yeah. avoid, I know that. Be open. Take in the feedback. Learn from every opportunity. Those would be some of my juicy tips. Kaboom. Kaboom. Boom. Love that. Love that. That last, that last point really really made an impact because you are going to talk about when, when when you said that it's gonna the follow-up uh is connected to ego right <laughs> that, that's gonna that's gonna hinder you and and for me when whenever i whenever i do my my coaching or whenever i connect with people and they ask me hey you're you're very like this you're do you're doing good like that you know in a way, it's, I love what you said. It's good to hear. But I always bring myself back and say, I am an empty vessel. You know, I learn. I eat the good, spit the bad. Because when, that, when you are in that situation that you say to yourself, you're not saying it to everyone, but you say to yourself deep inside that you know everything, that you're there, that's the moment when you lose the game. <laughs> that's it. True. And I Absolutely love what you true. said. I, I love that you include that in your point. And it's the last point. The last point says it all. You need to learn from your mistakes. You need to learn from people that, you know, they are the one who, who are receiving or are, are, are on the receiving end. So their feedback, you know, it's it, it may be painful for you to hear, but it's nothing personal. You analyze you make an assessment and then you improve. Then you can really grow as a brand, as a speaker, you know, as a coach, as a human being. But when yeah. you start to become defensive and you say, I know that. Yes, I, I don't need that. I know that already. Then you're being focused on yourself. That's ego speaking and you cannot grow. You think you're good enough, but you know you're hindering yourself to a bigger, better um, situation. I love that, bro. Why did you include that in in the in the points that you presented to improve public speaking? It's not, it's not, it's not something um, technical. It's more of a mindset and character um, based tip. Why did you include that? I, I'm interested. Yeah, absolutely, buddy. Without that one. There's, there's no way, think about it, there's no way we can improve because, yes, we will push ourselves based on our understanding of who we are as a speaker, as a presenter, as a coach. But then it is only and only until the moment when we get a person that knows more than we do that gives us that feedback. And sometimes it can be from a place of love, sometimes it can be of 
of a place of, you know, not agreeing with you and it can be harsh. So not everyone knows how to give feedback, but then it's our responsibility. That's why I said ownership. It's our responsibility then to take that in order to improve. Without feedback, I wouldn't be here today speaking in the way I do because I've had people that care enough for me, just like my teacher. When I was 12, he said to me, look, you want to succeed in life? I could have said, yeah, whatever. Yeah, listen or no, I won't pay attention to it. Yeah, I did listen. One, I haven't implemented, but at least I implemented 50% of the feedback, right? Of what he said to me. So feedback is the breakfast of champions. Feedback is difficult to take in. Yes, I get it. But we will learn. And I'm always getting feedback. I love that. If not, I'm asking for feedback. I love what you said. Feedback is the breakfast of champions. Wow. Boom. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. Love that. Jose, another follow-up question, and, and then we're gonna be oh, we're gonna be moving on. Have you ever um in your journey as a you know as a as a brand, as a public speaker, have you ever encountered first someone giving feedback that you are not comfortable with? You know, you're 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 being hurt in a way. And you're not accepting it, but you know you're you need it in order for you to grow. Was there ever a situation that you were in that scene? Yes. Mm. Oh, yes. Mm. Yes. And there have been situations when I didn't get the feedback, but I knew my performance wasn't up to the standard. And then from the audience, I could perceive that didn't go down well. And then I had to actually look for myself, examination and evaluation and everything for me to overcome that. That's one thing. And yes, I ask for feedback. And whenever people employ me, uh, well, employ me, yeah, hire me to do a mm. presentation, mm. a keynote or something, I always, at the end, I sit down with them. It's one of my uh, requirements. At the end, I need feedback. And then they usually then share information and they present it back to me. Feedback is key. But yes, on many occasions, I receive things that, oh, goodness me, I didn't see that ah. one coming. I thought, yeah, ego <laughs> talking. I thought I was already up here. Mm. And then with that feedback, then it's placing me, taking me back to levels that Ooh. I thought I had already sorted. Right. But then owning the process, it is my responsibility to deal with it. And I want to carry on improving. And mm. one, one way to take the feedback is just because the first thing I still I find it difficult and people come to me and, oh, I get inside me. I feel a bit defensive and I feel a bit nervous about it. But then I just go, I thank them. Look, you have no idea because they are a bit, oh, I don't know whether I should say this or that. Yeah. Thank you so much because not everyone takes the time to come and share something with me. I'm usually the one supporting others. When someone comes to tell me something, it's just like, thank you so very much. And then I'll deal with it. But yes, Mm. it feels uncomfortable. I think. 80% 80% of the time I'm feeling uncomfortable with feedback, but I know it's what's helping me grow. So there's no question about it. Just give me some feedback. Hit me. Love that. Love that. Now, another follow-up question connected to that. Yeah. Let, let's, let's, you know, um, swap it. Was there ever a situation that, because you're also a coach for everyone that is listening and watching, Jose is also a coach. All right. So is there a situation that you are giving feedback and the person receiving it were defensive yes it happens a lot of the time (laughs) and so sometimes it's uh they are not even conscious about it Mm. 
And they begin to rationalize whenever I say, look, you could have done this different. Oh, yes, I know. And I could have, you see, I know. And I know that kind of thinking. They don't do it on purpose. <laughs> they are not used to it. And they want to be right. Like we all do. We want to, you know, do things because we, we had expectations. We have mm. expectations when we present, when we do things. And we really don't want people telling us that we didn't do it as good as we thought we could right. or we, we thought. So then people start to rationalize. Yeah, I know. And I did this and I did that. Look. And I usually say to them, just take the feedback. Mm. Listen to what I'm saying for a moment. It's only going to take a minute. Listen to what I'm saying. Take it in and mm. then do whatever you want with it. Just mm. take it in, listen for a moment and then do whatever you want. I'm not interested in your arguments or anything or your rationalization of the situation. That's fine. That's for you later. I'm giving you some <laughs> feedback. Take it. But that's powerful. When we learn to take feedback, when someone comes with feedback, I almost stop my thinking. It's just like I even stop breathing because I want to take it all in. Mm. right wow thank you okay and then i may decide john to say yes to this yes or no to that mm. but i took it in and i appreciate it and i thank the person for doing it amazing amazing and guys i've i've experienced um a glimpse of how jose operates um before um in a in a clubhouse session they are you know they're they're really guiding people on how um to speak properly to be confident in speaking and the way they give feedback is something that is really soothing but you know human being we we tend to really when when we give um when when someone gives us a comment we tend to be defensive but i love what um jose mentioned that you really need to absorb it and and really ponder upon it and then accept that you need to improve uh, whatever the rationale um, behind it because mm. by the end of the day, it's you who will be growing. It's your brand. And if you grow, you will be able to help more people. And, you know, th that's, that's, that's the secret. If you want to make an impact, if you want to connect and transform people's lives, you need to be sorted out in the right foundations. And, and one of those is accepting um, comments, improvements, and really putting your ego down because, mm. you know, that's, that's where most of us are really having a struggle with. I mean, I'm there, Jose is there, and everyone. We're yeah. human beings, right? Um, and, and that's natural. But staying in that situation is not natural because there are people that will give you insights for you to grow uh, wh what can you say about that bro about people giving us insights to grow yes yes yeah would well, you said you said something before that um you know be, be being defensive and focusing mm. on ego is something natural because we're human being but staying exactly. in that situation mm. is not natural and i love your your reaction you was like whoa <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's the one. Exactly. Staying, staying there is not the natural thing. Mm. But then it can be difficult to then decide, oh, goodness me, because change takes energy, mm. takes flexibility. So now I need to change again. That is one of the most difficult things for me because I'm changing daily. We are all changing daily. We are aging. We're evolving. That's the nature of our cells and our bodies. That's one thing and our brain. And then also in what we do. So every day, it's just what am I going to incorporate? What am I going to do different? What can I change today? I usually uh, follow a four uh, steps framework. Please which share. Is Please share. What, 
there we go. Here it comes. People, another time for you to take notes. The one is, the number one is, what can I create in my life or in my career, okay? What can I eliminate in my life, in my career, in my business, whatever that might be, or all of them? What can I do more of? And what can I do less of? Mm. So then if you apply this to imagine storytelling or a story specifically, mm. what could I create around this story? What could I eliminate that is not landing? It's not really illustrating my point. What can I do more of to bring the story back to, you know, to life? And what can I do less of? Because there might be too much information in there. It can be applied to all sorts of things. And then in that way, we're changing every day and we have a bit of a process and we know it's, it's part of life. It's Ooh. part of business. And then the more we, we, the more flexible we, we come with these things, and as you know, the more we grow, evolve, impact lives. And yeah, it's actually the opposite of getting stuck. It's being mm. in flow. It's always in flow. But then be mindful that it takes energy. <laughs> it takes commitment. It takes consistency. That's yeah. why I always like to invite people to ask for help. Right. You don't need to do it by yourself. You can hire a coach, you mm. can look for support, there are trainers, or actually build a community or yeah. go to a community that can help you around that. So Wow. Wow. There you go, guys. Those are knowledge bomb after knowledge bomb. Powerhouse. Those are like masterclass already. Love it. Love it. Thank you, Jose, for sharing those amazing tips, like two sets of tips. I love that. I love that. I learn a lot. And I'm sure our listeners and viewers learn a lot as well. But we are not done yet, my friend. Yes, you gave us a, a brief story of your journey, then knowledge bomb after knowledge bomb of learnings. Now, we are going to play a game. It's a tradition here in the show. We call it the creative fast talk. I'm going to ask you questions, and you are not allowed to spend much time thinking what the right answer would be. First word that comes into your mind, shoot. Are you ready? <laughs> Oh, goodness me. I'm ready. I like this. Yeah, being uncomfortable. You see, I'm feeling the butterfly now. All right. All right. It's, it's, it's easy. First question, Jose. Sun or snow? Sun. Structured or chaotic? Structure. Love or money? Love. If you, if you were an animal, <laughs> what animal would you be and why? I feel like a chimpanzee today. Chimpanzee. <laughs> That's how I feel today. Why? Why? Look, I'm hairy and I can be annoying. And yeah, I feel like sometimes jumping from tree to tree. So a perfect monkey, eh? Yeah, like a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> but chimpanzee, like a specific chimpanzee. A yeah, like the, yeah. yeah, like the specific chi yeah, chimpanzee right, type right. of Love ape, that. I think, yeah. <laughs> Next, popcorn and movies or dinner and dancing? Oh, popcorn and movies. What? I was expecting dinner and dancing oh. since you are Latino. Like, you know, well, come on, man. But yeah, yeah, brother, that's how that's how I met my wife, dancing and everything. But I now know, you, you, I know. If, you, if you ask me to choose, I think I'm going to go for a movie, popcorn, and hold my wife's hand. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, you answered popcorn and movies. There's a follow-up question there, all right? Since you, you pick popcorn and movies, name your top three movies of all time. <laughs> well, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Bloodsport, would be one of them. You know, I always like my martial arts. Mm. Uh, what would be another one? Oh, goodness me. So that's Titanic. Three. Titanic. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've always been a romantic in that sense. That is the film I watched the most when I lived mm. in Sweden during mm. winter specifically. Last one. And 
the third one. I'm gonna go for the Avengers. Ooh, order. I, I like yeah. you know I, I like superheroes and things like that. So I'm yeah. That's you the like kind the of action, like. right? You like the action. I, I like action. Yeah, yeah. I like to be entertained. I don't like mm. to be thinking too much when I'm watching a film because I'm thinking all the time. So it's like my I take I, a break. Yeah, when I, I watch agree. A film. Sometimes I just want watch you know shows or movies that you don't need to really <laughs> think. You just need to watch and you know just relax. So I I feel you, brother. I feel you. Next. Passenger or driver? Driver. <laughs> driver. The mountains or the beaches? Oh, beaches. Jose, what are you afraid of? Spiders and <laughs> wasps. <laughs> okay, you mentioned spiders. Why are you afraid of spiders? I don't know. I, I'm not. I, I don't feel. Good around them, I get nervous, and then you know, wasps. Whenever when yeah. they're big ones, like you find in Latin America mm, or Africa, yeah. it's just then I'm very, I'm very afraid of them. Yeah. So I'd rather do public speaking that <laughs> you know than spending time with wasps and, and spiders. <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't want to spend time with wasp spiders. <laughs> I'm with you again. All right. Next, what is your favorite color and why? I like blue. Because... I like the blues and well, yeah, I would say the sky, mm. the blue of the skies and the blue of the sea. Wow! All right, Jose, what is your dream superpower and why? To be happy. That would be <laughs> that would be a superpower. It would be just to make myself and everyone else happy. That would be uh, fantastic. Okay. Why? Why? Mm. Because it is a skill to be happy. Yes. It, yeah, it's a, yeah, it yeah. Is, yeah. Mm. It is a bit of a challenge to right. find the good and stuff. So have mm. like that power in which I just click my fingers and then I'm happy. People are happy. Everyone is happy. That's what came to mind. I'm, I'm sure I could, you know, rationalize oh, that now. Yeah. I like the game. It's actually not a feeling. You, you know, you decide to be happy in spite of every yeah. and anything that is happening. It's, and I love what you said. It's not easy because, you know, that's life. But you choose to be happy. You decide. You 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 push yourself in that situation to be happy in spite of everything else that eyes can see and and you know what you feel. Love that. Love that superpower. All right. Next. Um. What is the weirdest food you've ever tried in your travels, I bro? I ate ant <laughs> ants in Mexico. <laughs> Really? What? That, that's been, How yeah, can you eat that? Like, are, are they like yeah. fried or something? Uh, brother, yes, they were. Obviously, you don't eat the full body. You eat the, the bottom of the ant. You write ah. the, the, the little, what do you call right. that? The ass of oh, the ant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know what to call them. Uh, they, they serve, actually, they kind of fry them. Yeah. Yeah. And then they serve them on a, on a plate with rice and some other things. It was. It was actually good. Quite crispy and peppery. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. There you go, guys. <laughs> That's it. Next. That's it. Go to Mexico. <laughs> what is something always inside your bag when you were a kid? There will be food. <laughs> something something healthy All right. and high, high in protein. Wow. So it would be like a, like a milkshake wow. or ah, a proper okay. sandwich with some meat and stuff. That right, would be, right. Okay, okay. Love it's that. always Love been that. food. Mm. All right. This last question can lead to something serious depending on how you, you take um, the, the, the context of it. All right. Mm. If you have the power 
to bring back someone back from the dead, who would it be and why? Anyone in the world. Wow. Mm. I'm going to go. I would love to bring back my granddad. Ooh, okay. That would Why? be the person. And you know what, Jan, since you asked the question, I, I, it wouldn't be my granddad my, on my mom's side, the one that inspired me. I would bring my granddad on my dad's side, whom I never met, mm. who was an incredible guy, a pioneer in mm. Venezuela, developing businesses and things. So right. why? I would really like to pick his brain, Ooh. how he managed to... To, to develop, uh, it was a mini empire back yeah. in Venezuela in the late 40s, early mm. 50s. Mm. And that's a conversation I would have with him. Right. And I would ask him loads of questions because I have so, I mean, I met my dad and then I have great conversations with my dad, but I would like to see what he thought about. He, he lost his wife mm. when my dad was only two years old and then he mm. married the person that became my grandma. Right. So yeah, it would be mainly around the challenge of traveling, creating a business like that, because then he used to spend time with, you know, with loads of the high society in Venezuela mm. and things like that mm. for a guy that came, you know, from very humble backgrounds right, in, right. in Spain. Mm. So it's how, how do you actually move around that arena? Mm. Imagine the vision that yeah. he can share. If, if exactly. you are in a conversation, right? what is running in his mind connected to his heart the plans the goals you know the the blueprint of everything blueprint. that is inside his soul love that man and i'm sure he is very proud of you and he is you know he's proud of what you are accomplishing and what you are doing but that is an amazing share thank you so much Jose, for giving us valuable insights powerful tips having fun with us knowing that you ate mm. ants and ass <laughs> yeah well exactly ants ass aa whatever <laughs> thank you man thank you for such a for My being pleasure. such a good sport bro i know you have um social media accounts that you want to promote any online events projects um courses or um inline projects that you want to share the floor is yours please promote Jan, thank you so much. Well, people, first of all, I want to say to all of you, apply whatever you're taking away from today's chat with the incredible Jan Santos, apply. I don't care about how much you know. I only care about what you're doing with what you know and how you are adapting to the circumstances as they come, as they present themselves to you. When it comes to promoting something, I created during the pandemic an online course called the World Class Communicator where I touch on all of the different mindset elements, how to really unleash the power within, then the keys of communication one-to-one, -one, and finally, how to broadcast your message to the world, which is the art and the science of public speaking. So that you can find on my website, joseucar.com, or if you type worldclass-communicator.com, you will gain access to my paid online course, which overall, worldwide has got especially during the pandemic we got over 40,000 students uh, we supported charities we supported people in latin america in asia worldwide with that training so that would be my share 
on that note. Wow. And feel free to connect with me on any social media. I'm available anywhere from Instagram, LinkedIn to Facebook. Wow. Guys, please do connect with Jose. I'm sure he can help you in your journey towards success. Again, my friend, Jose, thank you so much for investing the time to be with us here on the show. Guys, I hope you learn a lot. And like what Jose said, apply what you heard, apply what you watch, and connect with people and transform people's lives. Always remember, have a positive outlook in life. Smile. God bless you. Bye. Thank you for being with us here on the Creative Talk Podcast. I'm your host, John Santos. Don't forget to listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. See you again, always.